Kid commentaries. As always, I'm Jake Del Matro, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host Keaton Byer. Hello, Keaton. Hello. How's it going? Not too bad. Did you know? Did you know that that the legend of the pod is way past due? Specifically, is the that? last episode because it was late yeah. as hell. <laughs> it was really late, wasn't it? <laughs> so see, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the rent that was way past due, but it is the rent, but it, yeah, not in this case. In our case, it's no. it's no. the episode. Exactly. Yeah. But this one should be on time. Yeah, there's all on, yeah, all signs point it. to yes in this okay. case. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're talking about School of Rock again. Uh, last episode was mostly just the kind of pre-production stuff, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Mike uh Mike White and Jack Black and their their uh uh friendship black and white team the the gray team um <laughs> I didn't figure out what that was what I was thinking about when I was uh All right, let's see that. Yeah, but you know, it's probably something. But yeah, mostly just the pre-production and and somehow his connection to Scott Rudin and all yeah. that. I don't really know. Uh, we, we didn't go that much into the Scott Rudin angle of it, but I think we've talked about him before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, just, just so uh, all you know, is we, we mentioned it last week, but big asshole. Huge asshole, yeah, yeah. Massive asshole. <laughs> uh, legendary asshole, in fact. We, this week, instead of uh, the pre-production, we're actually going to talk about the production and... The music, because that's fucking important to this movie. <laughs> yeah, that is such a huge part of this movie. So we'll get give that kind of its like own. It, yeah. What were you saying? In a sense, part of the way this movie is constructed is just like uh, getting from song to song. Basically, is yeah, yeah. It was like it. It really is. Yeah, yeah. You've got your you've got Dewey's song and you've got Zach's song, yeah. and it's kind of just. And then the final, exactly. yeah, the end credit song that you heard to open this, uh, open this episode, yep. yeah. So it which is... they did not write, but no, that's uh that's the ACDC, ACDC song, yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's ACDC. Yeah, yeah, definitely ACDC. So let let's 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 just get right into it. I'll start talking about the music in this movie because right. I, th- I think the whole music story is absolutely awesome. It's hilarious. It's great. Um, yeah, l- let's go for it. Yeah, let's let's get into it. <laughs> We didn't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said let's go for it. That's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, but it's not identical. It's not identical. Good point. Good point. So, originally, apparently, Jack Black wanted to write all the music, like Classic. all the songs. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, like, potentially capable of it, he, but... Yeah, he. I think he absolutely could have, but I think he was also... 
you know, he's act. He's the lead actor in this film. I think it was a lot. Yeah, he has him. a lot to do already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the way he describes it, he had a. He said he had a mental breakdown. Yeah, uh, I don't know how true, like how like serious. I mean, he must have just. He might have just been using words there, but yeah, maybe he just realized he bit off more than he could. Exactly, do. exactly. I think yeah. it was. I think it, he, yeah, because he didn't seem like that serious about it. Mm. Um. So they brought in, he, the way he said it, like, he, he got obsessed with bringing people in. He was like, at first, you know, it was, like, my thing, and I, didn't, I was kind of, like, you know, nervous about bringing other people in, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, but then once I brought, you know, people in, I started getting obsessed with bringing more people in and more people in. He was like, I, he, I was building a collection of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but ultimately, just one guy is credited with, like, music, and that's... uh. Craig Wedron. Okay. Uh, what else has he done? Uh, I mean. So he actually he he's the guy that actually wrote a bunch of the music, right? Yeah, he's credited with writing the music. Mm-hmm. Again, he's like super prolific in like Hollywood, mm-hmm. or not in Hollywood. I don't know. Why I said Hollywood specifically in like television and 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 movies. Okay. But he w- he was originally in a band um that like was pretty popular. They didn't like ever like super break it was called shudder to think mm-hmm. but they were fairly popular and they toured with like smashing pumpkins and uh fugazi Pearl okay. jam like you know so they were yeah they i were... did notice there was a fugazi poster yeah yeah in, on i think it was in jack black's apartment yeah <laughs> but yeah anyway <laughs> oh yeah didn't they they su- supported the foo fighters yeah they did they okay they were fairly popular and then yeah, he's worked on tons of uh, TV and and uh, movies and whatnot. Um, but he was, I think, the uh, the main kind of guy involved in writing the music. The, but then mm-hmm. you also have the Jim Dunbar, who's a the music coordinator. Yeah, music coordinator. Yeah, I noticed he was also the music coordinator for The Life Aquatic, which is interesting. Yeah, there's, there's some interesting music in that movie. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. He's a old, old. Yeah, because I was, I swear, when I read this name, I was like, I've heard that name before. It's a, it is a familiar name. Just because yeah. it's, it's, well, it's also like, you know, it's not a name that you'd easily forget. Yeah, exactly. Jim Dunbar. It's a very yeah. uh, singular name. But yeah, yeah, and w- so when I was watching the, the uh, behind the scenes footage, now this mm-hmm. is, I believe. Craig Wedron, or Vedron. I'm going to go with Wedron. Um, I would say Wedron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Wedron. He, uh, I, okay, so I'm pretty sure it was him. There was a guy who was, like, in so much of the behind-the-scenes footage, mm-hmm. but, like, they didn't do, like, they didn't, like, interview him, and they didn't have, like, a, like, you know, they didn't put his name up ever. He was just c- kind of mm-hmm. just there, and I saw him, like, in the background, like, working with like the kids and like showing them and whatnot and i'm pretty sure craig wedron like looking at their f- photo i'm pretty yeah. sure but i'm not 100 percent sure but it, i mean it makes sense mm-hmm. he's he's the main music guy it definitely wasn't jim dunbar because jim dunbar was an old guy at that yeah. point right. originally I, that's why i thought it was you know music coordinator i kind of thought it might have been jim dunbar but pretty sure it's craig wedron anyway point being is he was super involved obviously with like you know uh, getting the kids like you know rehearsing the music and and recording the music because like in a lot of the footage you know he's playing the drums or he's playing the bass and you know he's like you know really involved in everything. 
the whole process. Mm-hmm. So let's go through the uh, the actual uh, kids and the, the their actual names because last week we didn't really give them any real credit. We just taught we just gave them their uh, yeah movie names. But so so from what I understand, all of these kids yeah, yeah. And already we, we knew kind of touched we touched on this a bit yeah. last week, but yeah, yeah, they were hired one hundred percent. Yeah, they 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 were cast for yeah. their and playing ability. Basically, none of them have been in any movies since. Like, they're not actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think we can actually, I was thinking part of this bit, we can actually kind of go through and see where some of them are now, what they're doing now, if they have any any, any stuff going on. Um, okay, but yeah, yeah, let's, let's start with uh, Zach Mooneyham, who obviously is the lead guitar. He's played by Joey Gatos Jr. So let's look up Joey Gatos Jr., Okay. Let's see if he's up to anything. Let's see. So remember last week I was saying his father apparently was somebody. So maybe that will. Oh, yeah. It comes up pretty quickly when I start typing his name out. Whoop. First thing that comes up is he was arrested. Oh, okay. Um, Recently? This is the son arrested for shoplifting 2,000 pounds worth of guitars. And selling them to pawn shops. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great. So this is from 2019. So, you know, maybe it's turned around (laughs) since then. (laughs) That's not a great start, huh? Yeah. This is the sun. No. There's a mugshot here. Here, I'll send you the the link. Oh. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, it's okay. So it's definitely. Yeah, I was a little bit. The sun is not, you know. Okay, yeah. No. Yeah. Not the greatest paper. <laughs> that's him, all right. But let's just. Oh yeah, be that's definitely him. For that, let's just see. Um, for that. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, it says he was accused. Guitar shop in Florida. Yeah. Alleged oh, that he stole guitar amps. But. Police say that Gatos Jr. blamed a drug problem and confessed to the guitar thefts in an interview. He later entered a not guilty plea in court and has not yet entered a plea on the alleged guitar amp thefts. So, oh, not good, good start. Okay, uh, so hopefully this doesn't go downhill. Oh, it it just went downhill. Cuz uh, as we mentioned, I know it's just not a good start though. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at this. It's terrible, but it's it's so bad. Yeah. Um, so our the next person on our list, uh, mm-hmm. Freddie uh, Freddie Spazzy McGee Jones, played by Kevin Clark, as we mentioned last week. Uh, Rest in peace. Is yeah, unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> okay. So how yeah. he passed away? You said in like that was twenty twenty one that he passed away. Uh, was it that you said right? Wasn't it? Uh, let's find out for sure. Twenty twenty one, yeah. Yeah, so it's a shame. A, that yeah. is a shame. Uh, okay. So next, so next on the list, okay. So we have uh, Rivka Reyes, Rise, Reyes, Reyes. Yeah. Um, um who okay. played the bass? She, she played has Katie Pushpas. Well, she's got a website here, and that's actually pretty promising. She or they, sorry, mm-hmm. seem to have. A podcast called "Where Are We Now?" Okay, interesting. What are they up to? They interview 
folks. It looks like it's like a queer pod. Okay. Queer-based pod. Pretty cool. They slash she, but mostly they, is a queer Filipinx Jewish actor, musician, comedian, producer, and writer from Chicago. They've been performing since the age of four. So it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're doing pretty well. In 2020, Rivka released Confessions of an Obsolete Child Actor uh, about their journey from childhood stardom to adulthood lessons. Currently, Riv resides in Los Angeles and spends their days drinking tea, listening to lo-fi beats, and being a spooky witch. Sounds like Riv's doing fine. That's That sounds like a good time, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, improvement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the best yeah, one so yeah. far. Okay, what's Mr. Cool up to? <laughs> what's Mr. Cool doing? Okay. okay. Robert Tsai. Um, Mr. Cool Lawrence. Okay. Oh, here's a lawyer. Here's uh Yeah. I suspect yeah. that there is probably more than one Robert Sai. I'm gonna add piano to the query. I mean we don't know that they're not the same person. No we don't. Oh. Wait, okay, here we go. So apparently he studied piano at Dartmouth College. Wow. Uh, and he is, I believe, still playing piano? <laughs> um, yeah. So, play con- also working on musical productions. Yeah, the, I found... Here's, uh, a vi- here's a video of him playing, 2009, yeah. Dartmouth College. But what's he been up to since 2009? Yeah. So it's just working on musical productions. Interesting. He was okay. part of the dance group Instant Noodle Crew. Very interesting. Okay, yeah. well, um, I think he's he's not really in the spotlight, but uh, no, he's just doing his thing quietly. Like he's, it seems he's like he's doing his thing quietly and is still pretty good at playing piano. So yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's 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 a good one. Okay, okay. Uh, Miriam Hassan, Tamika, uh, Tamika Turkey Sub. Uh, <laughs> all right, the backup up singer. To? That's good. That's good. Just got a website. Whoop! Didn't load. Seems like it's offline. Uh oh. She looks like she has some music. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have to put this into the pod. Oh sweet. Oh sick. Look at that. She's got music. Are you listening to it? Yeah. Kind of your. Oh, that definitely. She's got the same voice. Definitely her. Yeah, it's like a smooth R&B. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put that in. That's cool. Miriam Hassan. So next we have Alicia Allen, who was Braceface. She was, yeah, she was one of the backup vocalists. Okay, also has an Instagram. Uh... Alicia Lene Allen. She does have an Instagram. Is this her? No, this is clearly not Well, this, this one that I found is definitely her. Alicia Lene. Okay. That's her? Yeah, well, it looks like her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was mixing them up. That's definitely her. Sorry, I was thinking of the other no, one. No, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. this is a different backup singer. You were thinking yeah, of Blondie. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Blondie, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she looks like she's doing well. She doesn't have braces anymore. She's no longer, <laughs> she's braced for Those teeth look great. Yeah. Got a great, great uh, smile here. Okay, but, uh, but here's a picture to? of her recording music. Oh, no, that's her as a 
doing a voice work as a child. Here's a picture of her um, holding drumsticks. Currently experiencing life, doing the work, bringing the joy. Not a hundred percent sure what it that seems means, like but she sounds, might be. Sounds good. It seems like she's a speech pathologist. That's cool. Um, I don't know exactly what that's involved in, but it sounds important. <laughs> sounds like yeah. something that uh, from actress to speech pathologist. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, that's cool. Yeah, she's uh she's doing uh doing good stuff. It looks like good for good her. Good for her. Um. So then finally. Okay. This this is Blondie. Kate Caitlin Hale. This is the yeah. This is the oh actually yeah. Caitlin Hale. Uh, yeah I I I think I saw like a picture of her uh while I was researching this movie and like it was just weird seeing her like as an adult. Oh, she has an Instagram. It seems is this her? Yeah, this looks like yeah. her. She's an OBGYN. Okay, interesting. <laughs> wow. So, some of the people are doing okay. <laughs> Joey is the alleged guitar <laughs> thief. Yeah. Once again, not confirming this. This is just an article. Not confirmed. In yeah, the yeah. sun. Uh, who knows? Uh, but. Yeah, it's alleged. He was arrested, it um, seems. He was. Yeah, there's a mugshot. <laughs> yeah. And he's, as you said, third court waiting for some updates on that so you know yeah. keep uh, keep updated maybe his name will be cleared yet. yes um I, yeah <laughs> it started super dark but uh we made it through yeah 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 yeah. but it is it is rough yeah. that is rough really uh rest rough. in peace kevin clark yeah guy. all right you know dude. fucking yeah you you brought so much joy with this film you really did yeah seriously but yeah, so let's move on to the production of the film, okay. and we can talk about the actual filming a little yeah. bit. We probably should have looked into this before we were on air. Right? Oh well, you know, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I thought it would be, yeah, I thought it'd be a great, a fun experience, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, and th- so though, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess before we move on, just make it clear, all they all actually like performed on the soundtrack. Yeah. It's all them. It's all them. Playing. They're all playing. I, did you find yeah. out if Jack so Black that's... was actually playing? Presumably he is. Yeah, I think he played a bit. I think I think I think Craig Wedron did a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he played a little bit. I don't know that he played that solo though. Right. I think that might have been Craig. Okay. But I, I know in the beginning in the beginning he's not actually playing the notes for the weird solo. Right. You can just pay you can just watch him play it. He's not playing what's not I mean, maybe he just didn't know. Didn't Maybe he did lay that down, but didn't remember what he did at all. So it was like, oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I mean that would happen to me if if I like recorded. Yeah, that's true. An improvised if I recorded, solo, like, a weird solo like that. I would not be able. To, I would not be able to like make my fingers yeah. look like I was. But doing I mean, it's it. it's also not a good solo. So maybe it was him. Yeah, all, a very good point all around. But that's kind of the point. Is yeah. that it's not good. Yeah, exactly. Over the top and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, so let's let's talk about filming the movie. Yeah, actual filming of this movie, because, yeah, it's all yeah. music. So it was filmed uh, in New York mostly, um, as I understand, mm-hmm. and Horace Green, the school that's in it. Yeah, so I was actually wondering uh, Who Horace Green this. is? Sorry? Were you wondering about who Horace Green was? No, sorry, finish your thought. Well, maybe, but we'll get to that. I was wondering, like, where the movie took place, because I don't think they actually say in the movie where it is. No. But I know I noticed at the end credits that it says it was filmed in New York. Yeah. So I always get the vibe that uh, Horace Green 
was actually in like New Jersey or like Long Island or something like that. You're right. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe um, I got as well. It was like yeah, a little bit out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also like that's where all like the uh upper class people live. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um but actually it's on Staten Island. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> Which is not known not for its where high the rich class. people live. But yeah, I was looking into Horace Green. I couldn't figure out who the fuck that was. Is it like it some could sort be of a made up name? It could be. I was I was I thought it was like a rock and roll reference maybe, but Oh, that would have been but I could, maybe it wasn't. it's like two different people. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe one of them's green and one of them's Horus. Or yeah, or maybe know. they. Ju- I guess maybe they just thought it sounded. Maybe they just made it up because it sounds like a exactly. Prep yeah, yeah. It does really sound like a prep. Yeah. Horus Green Prep. But yeah, it was a pretty small. Like they didn't actually use that much of the the college. Like they fucking like the one classroom, one uh, uh the. So so you said it was uh. You you didn't say what the building actually was. You just said it was on Santa. Oh, did I not say? Oh, it was a, it was is Wagner no, yeah, College. Yeah. So it was it was a school. Okay. It was like a. Um, I don't actually don't know if it was a elementary school or what Wagner College is, but. Um, hmm. But that yeah, they only use the one one building. Uh, liberal Arts College, yeah, Practical mm-hmm. Liberal Arts in NYC Wagner College. I look at this EDU. thing, young lad on their homepage. Uh, it seems like, yeah. Yeah, it seems like. It's seems a, like it's a college. It's I don't know. A college, yeah. Yeah, they've been in Forbes magazine. Look at that. Yeah. Also, they should have on their homepage where School of Rock was filmed. Um, Do they say that? No, but they should say that on their main page. Well, I mean, they might say that somewhere. Somewhere, Google. Say, well, they do. They have a search function. They do. And uh, on location, filming at Wagner College. Hey, hey, hey. Located just 25 minutes from Manhattan, the campus setting could easily be mistaken for the rural serenity of a small town hundreds of miles away. <laughs> Take advantage of all that Wagner has to offer, from athletic facilities, classrooms, dorms, lounges, to breathtaking views of the city and signature exteriors. Interesting. Uh, okay, so some production credits include law and order school of rock <laughs> yeah baby the visitor rescue me an invisible sign and in hbo's you don't know jack starring al pacino and wow. cbs's series bowl mm, it's a pretty uh, impressive building yeah it seems like they've done a lot of uh uh like uh tv film and like yeah yeah, well, here. The build- yeah if you look at the main building like it seems like it's used for yeah. ads as well if folks want to google wagner college yeah. the main building it's quite impressive makes sense yeah especially because yeah as you as they said it's so close yeah. to fucking manhattan yeah. it's close to the city yeah but yeah so all the all the hallway scenes shot in the same hallway according to the the kids um makes sense classic exactly. just shoot it from different angles like I mean, you ever seen Star Trek: The Next Generation? It's all the same <laughs> hallway. All one hallway, baby. Yeah, they just shot it from different angles. Yeah, <laughs> which is so funny that like when you think about like, you know, um, a, a a spaceship hallway that is like all supposed to be the same because it's like sterile and mm-hmm. like fucking, uh, you know, functional. 
exactly the same as a school hallway. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say the Enterprise you know? is particularly sterile and functional. No, I know. The, I know. the Enterprise is like a fucking lux like in next uh, gen. It's like I a fucking know. luxury fucking. That's true. Cruise, That's true. but like, but let's not talk about Star Trek here. Yeah, yeah, we did that last week. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we took. Yeah, the school looks very much like you know a school. Uh, we've all been in one. Yeah. Well, yeah. most of us. Many of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good looking school. I don't know. They didn't actually. There wasn't actually. There. There's a lot of in the classroom shots, but you didn't really see much of the school besides the cafeteria, for that one shot. Yeah. And the hallway and the stairwell. Yeah, exactly. Which was all the same. <laughs> and so then you have the uh, the apartment was a a studio. I just somewhere in New York, I assume, but they didn't say specifically. But it was not an actual apartment. In. Oh, interesting. What about the exterior? Oh, I mean, I think that was an actual apartment in New York somewhere but mm-hmm. specifically i couldn't tell you unfortunately but all the all the kids as we kind of talked about a little bit last week they they everybody loved working with jack black because he's you know yeah it seems like yeah, a real fun you know, guy good with kids i bet you know he's got a lot of energy he's got good kid energy yeah um but yeah so you, you know he played games with them like patty cake and like you know chopsticks all these like what they he called kids games you know just Good, good, good stuff. Oh yeah, there was this hilarious thing. I was watching the uh, uh, behind again in the behind the scenes. Um, do you remember the scene in the movie where uh, they get a phone call from, like, uh, 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 Mike White? I'm forgetting his name. Ned gets a phone call from Ned Schneebly. How can you forget Ned? Yeah, Schneebly? I know. I, know. I can't, can't, can't believe it. They get a they get a phone call from the school, being like, Who, "Where do I send the check?" And then like you know, Dewey has to distract them so they don't find out. So he like lights okay, a piece yeah, of yeah. paper on fire. You remember that? Um, so while they were filming that scene, there was one take where uh, 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 the the fire got, and I say this extremely lightly, the fire got out of control, but it spread it like so. Sarah Silverman stomps it out in the script, right? She's supposed to stomp it out, mm-hmm. and that's that. But in this one take, she didn't fully stomp it out. She kicked a bit of it, and it, like, went under, like, the dishwasher or something. And she, like, kind of... Oh, kinda, God. For a second, she was like, oh, it's it's under the wires. And kind of, like, three people, like, the people, everyone on set kind of, like, freaked out. There was, like, a, a brief moment of, like, you know, everybody freaked out. And Jack Black, like, ran yeah. off the set. Um, but then someone, like, instantly put it out with a fire extinguisher. Like, it was not... Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a fire... There's somebody whose job it is to make sure things don't catch on fire on yeah, the film yeah, set. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a guy right there like, with a fire extinguisher. Like was, Exactly. So, but, uh, it interesting. Was, it was a literal one-second freak-out, but what what I found so funny about it is, like, they, the, in the behind-the-scenes, they showed the crew watching the footage of everybody freaking out, and Jack Black oh, really? specifically. Right, because the cameras are still rolling, Exactly. Right? He puts his hands yeah. over his head and, like, runs away, like, George <laughs> Costanza style. Um, yeah. I mean, he doesn't push anybody out of his way, so... I, <laughs> but it was it was hilarious. They were all like laughing at at, at Jack Black. He and he actually genuinely seemed a bit embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, and he jokes. was and he was like, no, no, I was I was I was going for a fire extinguisher over there, but but luckily, <laughs> someone got to it first. Yeah. Uh, Richard Linklater kind of had this interesting quote that I wanted to bring up. Um, he was yeah. talking about like the process of like filmmaking or 
his process, and I, I just wanted to pick your brain about it a little bit, and it's specifically about this film, but it, it, he was talking about like how he would be like rehearsing stuff um, with like Jack or specifically Jack he was talking about, but anybody really, um, and he would have like notes for them, you know, at that time be like, you made that yeah. face there, make that face when we film it, or like, you know, you do this specific motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was saying, but then, you know, six months, we'd be f- actually filming it six months later. Um, so you'd have to like, you know, either write these down or remember these little notes and why you wanted him to do it and why you thought it was funny. And then after yeah. that, you do like seven or eight takes of this scene. All of a sudden, you're like doubting yourself. You're like, that's not funny. You know, that's like, I don't yeah, feel exactly. good about this anymore. And he was just talking about having to like trust in the process and like be trust exactly just, just be like, you yeah. know, I, I trusting in his original vision, basically. And I wonder what you thought about like, is that a why? Like I clearly worked for him, but like, is that good advice for everybody? Yeah. You know, trust. Well, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes sticking to a plan is more important than having a good <laughs> plan. Sometimes. That's, that, that's a good point. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, you know, if you come up with a plan, like, presumably, like, you have a reason for thinking this in the first yeah. place, right? So it's, like, um, if you're just kind of doubting yourself and trying to, like, you know, fix it, like, out of desperation at the last minute, like, you know, just because, like, you don't think your original idea was good or whatever, I don't know. But, like, you know, um, I think you should just kind of yeah, trust and yourself. Yeah, and what are the, what are the <laughs> odds that, that your it's last like, minute work to fix it is gonna be yeah. better necessarily. Well yeah, what are the odds that your last minute uh thought is necessarily gonna be better? And also like, you know I just kinda have a tendency to think like, you know usually if if a director has like a vision about something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, usually I think the um the result tends to be better when they don't compromise too much yeah you know? yeah when they stick to the vision yeah exactly generally speaking yeah the more diluted it gets and uh, that has nothing to do with the quality of the vision beforehand necessarily yeah yeah exactly so but, yeah i would i would say you know trust the process trust the process yeah yeah no totally i, I was just thinking like do we have any do we know have we covered any directors that are like kind of the opposite like seat of their pants directors uh, John Carpenter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up once again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think this is why he keeps coming up. Because he's a, he has a very, like... Unique style. I, not necessarily his style of, like, the movies that are made, but he has a very unique style of making movies. Right, right. So that he's kind of, like, a, a point of comparison a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a point of comparison a lot. Because, like... But also, this is the thing. According to John Carpenter, he hates rewatching his own movies. Interesting. So it's like you know, maybe I don't know. Um, maybe if he did stick I, the process, he would want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, I could, yeah. But I mean, I don't think necessarily like. I mean, I think in the type of movies that like John Carpenter made, like I think sort of being adaptable kind of lent itself. To yeah, that, like, totally, I mean? totally. Yeah, because I mean, don't. he didn't always have a huge budget and shit like that, so he kind of had to like figure things out as as they went, right? You do have to be able to be a bit of a problem solver, and as we figured out, yeah. in his, some of his first few films, that was a, a, a 
his writing partner. What's her name? Deborah. Uh, Deborah. Deborah Hill. Yeah. Deborah Hill. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that I thought that was a kind of an interesting quote from from uh, Linklater about that. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I would say in many things in life, trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> many things. According to Jack Black, he said at the time. This is a quote from at the time. Oh wait, 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 wait! I was just gonna say, uh, did did we just quote um, Billy Bean there? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does he say that? I think so. I think that's a. I think he literally yeah, says it. I think he does. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Another uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. It's alright. Yeah. I might want to rewatch. Pretty sure. good movie. That's yeah, a great movie. How, yeah. how, how can you not be romantic movie. about baseball? Exactly. I guess. But also, yeah, trust, also the trust the process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jack Black was saying at the time, I don't know, but still, but he said it was the most fun he's ever had making a movie, um, but also the hardest okay. he's ever had to work making a movie. Which. Yeah, I mean, so much of this movie like lives and dies on Jack. Jack yeah, Black. like I, he, there's a lot of pressure on him in this movie, and he handles it very well. Like, because like, he is literally like most of the time, it's like him and a bunch of kids who, for the most part, don't know exactly. How to act. You nailed it. Like, so he has to carry almost every yeah, scene. He, literally, he carries every scene in this movie except for the ones with Joan Cusack in them. She kindly exactly. lends her expertly hand. We forgot to mention her last week, but she's. I mean, we mentioned that she's in it, but. We mentioned her, but we yeah. go it. Uh, well, I go to how much detail about how much I love Joan Cusack. Fucking yeah. love Joan Cusack, and it might be f- because of this movie, but like, ah, I've always loved Joan Cusack. Every role she's in is spectacular. She's an excellent actress. So apparently, <laughs> this was an interesting like point of the like behind the scenes uh, thing that I watched was uh it was kind of like back and forth interview between Jack Black and uh, Richard Linklater about mm-hmm. working with Jack Black. So Jack was yeah, so Jack was saying that Linklater brought and he said the words realism and believability. He said he brought these elements to the set which he said balanced out his own vibe. Uh <laughs> he said Jack was saying that he has a tendency to go like over the top. Over the top? Yeah. And yeah. the quote he used specifically was he would go really ham and cheese okay yeah that's good i mean oh Which, l- l- let me see if i have a what you want to learn something yes i do what you want me to teach you something you want to learn something all right here's a useful lesson for you give up <laughs> just quit because in this life you can't win yeah you can try but in the end you're just gonna lose <laughs> big time because the world is run by the man who the man oh you don't know the man <laughs> oh well, he's everywhere in the White House, down the hall, Miss Mullins, she's the man. And the man ruined the ozone, and he's burning down the Amazon, and he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank, okay? <laughs> and there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. But guess what? Oh, no. The man ruined that, too, with a little thing called MTV! So don't waste your time trying to make anything cool or pure or awesome because the man's just going to call you a fat, washed-up loser and crush your soul. So do yourselves a favor and just give up! <laughs> no, that was Is that a perfect him level. 
That was just that was just <laughs> Mamma Mia, that was delicious. That was a perfect <laughs> perfectly delivered role. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you say, uh, fucking carrying every <laughs> scene. There's just a bunch of kids staring staring at him and that and that that was such a good monologue. Yeah, that was an excellent monologue. Uh congrats to uh, Mike Wright. I'm sorry, Mike White for uh Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he was saying Jack Black was saying that when he goes ham and cheese, Linklater brings him back to earth and he said reigns him in. Um, mm. And then they immediately cut to this interview with uh, Linklater, who's like, "People say I heard people saying that I reign in Jack Black, but that wasn't ever my agenda." <laughs> I mean, I think it's perfect. Like the level, to yeah, which it's no, totally. Whatever, whatever had to be done was done, and it. Yeah, well, the way uh, the way great. Jack described it is like he was like, "Yeah, so you know, I would do like you know." I would do a bunch. We do a bunch of takes, and I do a take with like you know, ch- ch- cheese coming out of my nose is what he said. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means, but that's what he said. Maybe literally, huh? Maybe, maybe it's literal. Yeah, exactly. It might be literal. I think yeah. it's definitely literal, but how in what the context is is still a mystery. Yeah. But anyway, he was saying like. You know, uh, we do it uh, with seven takes, cheese coming out of my nose, and and he'd do like he'd say, "Hey Jack, why don't we try one where you know you don't have the cheese coming out of your nose?" <laughs> and then that would be the take that he would use. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that's what Jack Black's talking about. But mm. uh, that's Link being did, in. <laughs> Yeah, he he argued that he wasn't he wasn't trying to rein him in. He said he didn't need to be reined in. He said he was. He said he didn't want to give the impression that Jack was like hard to work with. He said he was super easy to work with because he's yeah. a professional actor. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like, say it would be verging on the hard to work with if he if you said like you know do one without the cheese coming in your nose and then you know I don't know he he didn't he, he he well he didn't do it well or something like that he blew the take. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, the way he was talking, he's like, you know, he's an actor. He's a professional, like, you know, crazy, you know. I will will rise above because I am a professional. Exactly. There's even a a quote from Jack Black where he said, I am a professional. so funny. I will rise above. I am a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's a spinal tap quote, by the way. Christopher Guest. (laughs) Yeah. Good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about the Battle of the Band scene because that was obviously an important scene in the film. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they shot it over the course of a week, which makes sense. There's a lot of intricate stuff to do there. Yeah, so my my thinking, though, is like uh, there's a lot of extras. Oh, yeah. So did they bring everybody back? No, so... Every time, or does it not match? No, no. So they only did. They had one day where they brought in a hundred extra. Oh, okay. All the okay, outward facing shots on that day, and then all the like okay, they did I all see. the like detailed close ups. Yeah, that that really brings the cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was just it was super interesting. Had taught like taught listening to them talk about working on the. <laughs> so did, what was it actually like? Uh, was it an actual venue, or was this a set? Uh, it was an actual venue. I totally blanked oh, on. We should totally try to find out what it was. Venue. Yeah. Um, well, why don't I go on IMDb right now and see if they have filming locations? Yeah. But yeah, the, the kids were like, uh, um, specifically Kevin. He was like, "It's sick. It looked like a." I don't think he said sick, but he said it looked like a Metallica set. <laughs> 
And it was like it was awesome. And it was like, you know, he was talking about how great it was working with the crowd. He he seemed cool. He was like, Yeah, like, you know, we're, I wasn't nervous working with the crowd at all. Like, you know, it was super cool. You would like you'd lift your hand up and they would lift their hand up. It was awesome. <laughs> oh my god, so that's a good attitude there, buddy. Union County Arts Center. Union County Arts Center. Where is that? In New Jersey. Makes sense. Uh, although I think that might just be the exterior. The exterior. Oh. The interior doesn't. Oh, it might be it. I'm not quite sure. The interior doesn't quite match up to what I. But maybe it's just different. The seats were arranged differently. Yeah, it could be. Because it could be they renovated it. You know. Yeah, definitely. Since when the movie was done, but yeah. but the exterior does look the same. So there you go. So let's say the name again. Union County Arts Center. Cool. In in uh, New Jersey. Presumably Union County. New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, presumably. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, Jack Black was great with the crowd. That goes without saying. He was. He was. Oh wait. Also, St. George Theater. Maybe this. So that might be the interior. St. George Theater. Yeah, yeah, I think this is the interior. So where's St. George Theater? It's in St- it's on Staten Island. Uh, makes sense. I have to rewatch it, though. Because this looks very opulent, actually. Well, it was fairly, like, they had, like, you know, Yeah, I think just th- th- when the lighting is different, I think you, you don't, like... You can't, uh, it's kind of like the Opera House. Yeah. Or not the Opera House. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Just, sorry. No, I think you are talking about yeah, the Opera, the Opera House. House. Yeah, yeah, And this does remind me of the Opera House, yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, because the Opera House actually looks like really nice. I think when all the lights. Yeah, are on. yeah, exactly. And then. But then if you go, yeah. See a shitty show like there. The last time I was there, I went to go see a metal show, and like <laughs> obviously it didn't didn't look like that. A little know? grimier vibe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Jack was talking about how weird it was when he was performing in front of the crowd and the cameras, because it's like on the one hand you've got the cameras that you're playing to and you've got a specific thing you're trying to do here but then you're also trying to work to the crowd and you've got a kind of different agenda there but you're doing it at the same time it was like he was just talking about yeah that's true because i guess because he's he's used to like you know playing like actual gigs where he's just doing like you know yeah well for the crowd exactly because like imagine doing like a live show right and like yeah but then also you have to hit your marks yeah exactly it's just yeah. weird, weird. Like it's just, especially as you said, because he's he has experience doing both things. So it's like exactly, it must be weird to merge. But them. it's all it's also not the same thing as like doing like a concert film. Exactly, it's not the same at all. Because a concert film is like you're just doing the concert; they're also filming it. But like, yeah, yeah, this is like you actually have to like you you're know you acting. gotta hit this mark. You gotta act. You know, yeah. Exactly, it's weird. Interesting. But then you yeah. also have to like kind of keep a crowd going because you want them to be revved up you know you have to actually kind of exactly. work the crowd yeah that would cool be an extra for that yeah that would have been awesome yeah <clears throat> but yeah that's that's most of the the production uh discussion mm-hmm. uh, uh i believe we have one more little special segment for you before we uh talk about kind of the aftermath and our final thoughts though oh yeah what would that be Let's talk, let's talk about the truth. 
What do you got for us, It's Keaton? truth time, baby. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about fucking kidnapping. We're going to try and figure out if, oh, if he kidnapped them. It, I, I think he did. Oh, I was okay. So I was looking to into this. Like, let's so go to the go to that go to that link I had yeah. here. So let's. I looked first of all because it would. I assumed it took place in New York because, like, as you say, they didn't. Yeah, that's okay. Actually, yeah. So I think this is why I was wondering where it was set. Yeah, I, because because the laws. I think let's. So, but but, but if the school was in New Jersey, oh, then he was actually carrying them across state, state lines. State lines. Which I assume is even that worse. That is much worse. But <laughs> yeah. here, look at this. So, if you, under New York uh, kidnapping laws, um, the crime yeah. of kidnapping. Here, I'm I'm reading from from this website. The crime of kidnapping. Okay, so th- this is not at all about the the fraud. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. This is we're not. Okay, this is just. Yeah, this yeah. is we're just talking about. There was also a lot of fraud, but this is this is just the kidnappings. This is when he brings them to the. Uh, no, no, no. On the field trip. Well, yeah, we're not. We'll talk about that. That's 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 the next. But but that's that's where where I contend that there was kidnapping. Yes. So here's what I think. Uh, I I would contend though that the second time when they actually do the show that he's not kidnapping them. <laughs> He what would you, what would you say? Well, he's not getting kidnapped because he goes willingly. Yes, but um, also they're children. I don't know if children can kidnap. I guess if they like are armed, a child could kidnap you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, I don't think that's kidnapping. There might be something else else illegal going on there. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, so here yeah. the crime of kidnapping is generally defined as the taking of a person against his or her will. From location to another, or confining that person to a controlled space. Okay. So, what it means? It, it's 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 definitely it specifically says here like without consent. So, but what does that mean in terms of a minor? So, what I think is trumps everything here, and I think were Jack Black to be charged, or were Dewey to be charged with it, the primary thing he would be charged with is endangering the welfare of a child. Okay. Um, which in New York State is And I, I will point out that they are drive they're they're riding in the back of his van without any seatbelts. That's a no that is even further endangering the welfare of child of the ch- children. But now let's talk about the final yeah. scene because this is a bit of where it's a bit of a gray area. Because you have Okay. It's like so first of all, he's definitely they're they're not gone against their will, so I don't know that's technically kidnapping. He's definitely it's fraud. Mm-hmm. To get in that position, for sure, and then endangerment of a ch- of children, for sure. Uh, I don't know what else he'd be slapped with, though. What do you think? Is there anything else for that? For, for that. The end. For for no, just for that. We'll we'll talk about the end now because the end's a little bit of a debate. Right. Okay. So, uh, do I think he'd be slapped Fraud, with anything else? Child endangerment. Uh, besides, um, yeah, including the not wearing yeah. seatbelts in the van. Uh, yeah, especially that. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. On, well, carrying potentially exactly. across right, state right, lines. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, there you go. So, let's, um, so, I don't even know what the New Jersey laws about those are. Are they harsher, I wonder? Knows. <laughs> I wonder. And where does, where does the uh, trial take uh, place? Well, once you cross federal or state lines, it's a federal crime. 
Oh, it's a I federal assume, offense. Right? That's as far as I understand American justice system. I, actually, that might be but true. That's 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 my limited <laughs> understanding. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was just thinking of uh office space. We were talking about uh like ten years in a federal penalty in the ass person. God. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's where Jack Black would have ended up. Had he gotten exactly yeah. this, if he had crossed state lines and that was a federal crime, I guess. But so let's talk about exactly. the end now, though, because so let's just first of all let's recap what happens. You've got Miranda Cosgrove goes to the bus driver and says, "We have to go pick up yeah. our teacher." The bus driver then drives the children to this apartment where they then. Where do they wake up Dewey? Dewey gets into the bus full of ch- tell him to, and then they go and play this show while their parents are desperately trying to find and stop it. Yes. So, who mm-hmm. is the most at fault here? Is it Dewey or is it the bus driver? Um, because Dewey's already been. Well, here's the thing. He's already. The police have already. Encountered well, him. but why have why did the police I, not do anything? I mean, maybe because it's a children, like maybe he was charged and he was just like on parole. Like maybe, maybe Ned paid his well. In that case, I bail. would assume that there would probably be some conditions on the right. bail, like it would probably be like you can't go see the kids. What if they come see you? Well, you're, you he, he went you with send them, them away, you don't go play a show with them, you don't go play a show with them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that would be a violation yeah, of the terms. But, and I wonder, because, you know, even if the parents dropped the case after their kids were sick rock and rollers, the fucking, the, you know, that doesn't mean the state or the, 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 the has to drop it. Also, oh, for the kidnapping, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I, I, I seriously doubt Horace, Horace Green would, Drop the charges for yeah, defrauding exactly, them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's. So sorry, sorry. What were you saying? So would there still be? I suspect yes. Yeah. But then also the question of the bus driver. Yeah. How at fault is he? Because he got talked into facilitating all of this. Uh, would he be like aiding and abetting? Yeah, exactly. Or, or would he just maybe lose his job for being so fucking terrible? So clearly at it? an idiot, like <laughs> talked into le- t- like a literal child talked you into driving her anywhere. Like she could have taken you anywhere. You could have like exactly. <laughs> they could have done anything. <laughs> the, you were at her beck and call, and sh- exactly. she's a child. <laughs> so well, I mean, I mean, would you say no to her? Uh, if she, she seemed a, pretty persuasive, that's a good point. So yeah, that's 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 what he was guilty of for sure. Um, but let's talk about the fraud for a second. Okay. So first of all, it's identity yeah, theft. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, I, I just also want to point out I'm not a uh, lawyer or law. None of us are. Neither um, of us are legal expert experts. Here. This is all speculation. Uh. So okay, so he definitely, so definitely, uh, Ned could sue him for stealing his identity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
not not sue him. I'm 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 talking because anybody yeah, can sue but anybody. They could charge criminally like, charge him. Ned, yeah, he he could be charged uh, for identity fraud for stealing from Ned. He could be charged by the for school per- for pretending uh, to be Ned. You know, pretend. Well, but also just you know, lying about being a teacher and also not doing his job and still getting all paid. All true. All true. So he also. Uh, Practice. I assume the. I assume there's just some law about you know, not being yeah, an oh, actual yeah. teacher. I I assume you. I assume you can't teach without being a teacher. I mean, I. Yeah, is is there like a teaching yeah, license? Have, Do you know? Yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, I don't know about the states. It, but... Is is is. Um. Is it is it like being a lawyer? Like you have no, to. No, I mean like... you have to be certified in some capacity, but. Yeah, he clearly he wasn't. Um, but then there's also he lied to the uh, the venue people about to get the kids the audition. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, that's illegal. Uh, also the fucking seatbelts. Seat yeah, yeah. Well, hey, let's just talk about that for one second. <laughs> Not to be like, overlooked. Those kids at that like if you crash that van, they become like just torpedoes bouncing around there. They're yeah, all yeah. Dead. It's like a a, yeah. a pool table back there like <laughs> yeah, like when you when you break the fucking, uh, yeah. yeah first break that's what it's like it's crazy man that's yeah gotta wear seat belts gotta wear them oh and there's musical equipment in there like that would have been not good stuff yeah um yeah any more crimes that you can think of that dewey commits uh, off the top of my head i'm sure there's ones that i don't even yeah don't exactly even know about. things like crimes i've never heard of but yeah. But yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, no. Um, definitely. I. I would think that like Dewey would probably end up with like ten years in prison. That would least, definitely be like the sentence. Result. I don't know if he'd serve the full ten, but I feel like. I, I it's children though, you know. Well, he could end up yeah, being exactly. sentenced to more. Depending like, on but the way it goes. children are involved, so I feel like they they would take it pretty seriously. Like. Frauding. Yeah. I mean, it is worth noting, like, you know, uh, in terms of sentencing, like, you know, the kids because were gone. Hurt, yeah, hurt the kids, yeah. But still, yeah, he still did break the laws. Sure, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, so who knows? But then, yeah, he would also probably also be sued by all the parents. Oh, yeah. And or like, Yeah, that would definitely In addition to all him. this. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so he would be probably ruined financially. Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of like the whole purpose of all of this was. Wow. Yeah. So it's like another thing. At the so okay. So if we accept that nobody presses charges, yeah. Which I doubt, including the school. But does he get to keep the money that he made at the school? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that would no. <laughs> no, because no, so, it was a crime. I'm sure it would be a uh, civil forfeiture. Would like the state would just take it for sure. Wouldn't the school just get to keep it? No. Well, I guess he never cashed the check. Yeah, it's already in his bank account. No, he never cashed it. Well, oh yeah, I guess it was just the one check, wasn't it? Because it was made out to Ned Schneider. Right. So he couldn't have cashed it. Right, I said, do Okay, so the school still has the money. 
Yeah, the school still has the money. All right, so there you go. So he didn't actually. So he didn't. He didn't get. And he didn't get paid ever. So there you, that um, that does help his case a bit. A little bit, but I mean, he also like he did still commit the crime. They did. They didn't have a functioning teacher for this entire time. Yeah, they were just right? the kids were just yeah there. Yeah, and the fact that he didn't that he didn't end up with the money is only a technicality. Like, yeah, it's true. If he could have, he would have. It's only because he was bad at crime. Yeah, good point. Good point. Not not because he wasn't trying to. <laughs> Very good point. I yeah, I I think it would be I ten agree. years at least. But, so yeah, you know, I don't know that's anything. a crane kick legal, um, uh, yeah. sentencing of of Dewey Finn in the School of Rock case. Yeah. May, may, you ever watch Legal Legal? No, I don't think so. Uh, one of the, so he does a lot of he's a lawyer uh, on YouTube like uh, he's actually pretty popular but uh, he occasionally does um, videos where he goes over like a movie and counts all the laws that they break. Oh, cool. And then at the end he assigns like a sentence. That's awesome. To like how many years in prison or how much like money it would be. Uh, he also just does a lot of videos where he just explains like legal concepts, and I think he's pretty good. You should check. Yeah, him out. well, that would be a good. This would be a good one to see. I'd like to see that. I was just saying we. Or I I, thinking I, we should... I I don't think he's done School of Rock. So yeah, well, I was just thinking it would be it would be interesting to to talk to a lawyer. I I, I hope he does at one point. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because I think it would be interesting to see uh, <laughs> what, he, what an what actual lawyer has to say about all this. But guaranteed, real bad. Not good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. So, so there yeah. you go. That's the that's the truth this week. Getting down to the bottom of the crimes that Dewey committed in this film. Yeah. But um, before we get to our final thoughts and close off the episode, I just want to talk a little bit about the aftermath because this obviously was a, a yeah. legendary film as we kind of talked about last week. Yeah. It definitely uh, left an impression on both of us, I yeah. think. So it got turned into both a, a Broadway musical and a TV series. <laughs> Later on, yeah, a musical by yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber, which is interesting. When did that run? Yeah. Do, 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 do you have that? I uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, let me uh... because the TV show was only two seasons from 2016 to 2018. Yeah, I I don't know anything about the uh, TV show. It looks frankly uh, not amazing. Yeah, when when was 2016 that done? 2016 to 2018. Okay. Uh, so the uh, the musical ran from 2015, and the last production was in 2021. Okay. So uh, it could yeah, still yeah, be yeah. going. So there you go. It doesn't look like it's been in that's Canada. A, that's yeah. annoying. I ha- I honestly have a feeling well, it's it's it like. Go. I mean, I guess I shouldn't prejudge it. Never mind. What were you gonna say? I was gonna prejudge it. I was gonna say I I bet it's a lot more like fucking uh than the actual thing but i there's no reason for me to believe that so could maybe it's sick okay well uh according to Andrew Lloyd Webber uh Lloyd Webber suggested that it would focus more on the stories of Dewey's young students than the film did he said uh it has to be a bit more rounded i'd quite like to know more about the children and their parents so i guess you get kind of more of a background on yeah what goes on at home yeah, uh, and then he also said uh, about the soundtrack, he said, uh, you can't do heavy metals for hours and hours in the theater. Everyone would be screaming, so they have oh, to be theatrical no. songs too. And we've obviously got 
to use the iconic songs from the original show. It would be a shame not to do a Stevie Nicks song. Okay, that's sick. So I, I think basically he just tried to vary the music right. a bit. <laughs> so that's all. It's not all Fair like enough, you know but also hard rock. School of Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's well let's reserve our judgment until we've seen the musical. When it yeah, comes to Toronto, we'll, we'll get tickets. Yeah. If it's not obscene. Yeah, when it inevitably plays at like Mervish or yeah, something yeah, like that. Princess Margaret. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, so there. That's that's the uh, the. Uh, I just wanted to talk about those two little offshoot things because you know it's important to note. It's definitely because as we were talking about, it, it's like you know it's important to us, and it's definitely important enough to enough people that they were like, I guess we should make it into a, you know, in a TV series. I guess the TV series and was TV not successful because they only made forty five episodes. I mean, only forty five episodes. I say that's no. a lot of episodes. But so, for what I understand, there's like no continuity at all, right? Not really, not really. TV like series. not with the movie. It just yeah. says. I think it's just the same idea. Exactly, right? it's the same concept, but yeah, just yeah, totally, yeah. Misadventures of Dewey Finn, a rocker who poses as a substitute teacher at a prestigious prep school as he teaches his unconventional and overachieving students to play and love <laughs> rock and roll. So yeah, it's just yeah. the same concept. Cool. And Jack Black, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, not at all related. Let's see who plays. Yeah. Um. Dewey Finn is played Dewey. by Tony Cav- Cavallero. Cavallero. Tony Cavallero. Okay. So, question. Who's a better musician? Ah. Dewey Finn or Dewey Cox? Dewey Cox, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I say that, like, it's not easy. I mean, it is yeah. It is an easy choice, but it's not because uh, Dewey Finn's a bad musician. It's just that Dewey Cox is a fucking legend. Well, Dewey Cox is a legend, but uh, I mean, I guess Dewey Finn's. One day we'll get to that. Yeah, that's good lord. That's a good movie. <laughs> the thing of legends. Anyway, we're getting off topic. So let's, yeah, final thoughts. What are your final thoughts on this movie? Solid, solid film. Excellent movie. Yeah. Worth a rewatch if you haven't seen it in a while. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It should be on everybody's but, like. But also, uh, just want to reiterate, Dewey, Dewey Finn should be in prison. And if I was a lawyer, I'd prosecute that case myself. Prosecute that cu- prosecute that case myself. Yeah, I mean, you fucking he's broke a lot of laws, as we found out. Yeah, <laughs> he's a menace. Like, he's a menace to society and the people around him. Yeah, exactly. He should yeah. be behind bars. <laughs> All right, yeah, but there you uh, go. yeah, uh, I don't think uh, we really have uh, much else to touch on. Do you got anything? No, no, that's 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 it. That's it for this All week. Right. Let me see if there's any quickly I can. Uh, do we have? Yeah. Do we have any, any new shadow? Oh, I did see. Um, where Dominican was Republic. That was. Thank it. you very yeah. much for checking out the pod. Yeah, that's awesome. That's where. All that's right. where my dog's from. Sorry, is it? Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, and we'll, yeah, we'll be back next week. Brand new film. Brand. Well, <laughs> we'll yeah, give too much away. The episode will be. Good.